This is Vic and Ryan Have a Podcast. I'm Vic. And I'm Ryan. And this week is episode six. It's kind of a mess, but... So are we. We're talking about our quarter-life crisis. Listen in. All right, we're recording. We're recording. Hi, Ryan. Hi, Vic. Welcome to Vic and Ryan Have a Podcast. This week we're talking about... Quarter life crisis. It's that time in our lives, Vic. Yeah, that's what I'm going through. (laughs) My entire life is a quarter life crisis. Not to say I'm necessarily a quarter of the way through my life. Might be farther, might be less. I'd say I'm a a good third. I'm a third of the way through. So maybe third life crisis? I'm going to die when I'm 69. Uh, but you never know how the advances in age are going to go. Maybe we'll all live to 150 now. That's true. We have no idea. But on the topic of life crisis, we're we're at the first one in our lives for the most part. <laughs> Definitely, Vic, you're about to graduate. I am. I, won't, I was about to say unfortunately, but I guess it is fortunately. <laughs> I'm almost finished my undergrad, which is mm-hmm. terrifying. Yeah, I finished school. Last year, so I'm I'm a year into my my crisis time. So, so what advice do you have to give to me as I'm preparing for graduation? Um, I'd say just like embrace embrace the structure because it's all going away real soon. <laughs> I've lived with so much structure, I feel, for like the entirety of my life, and that that structure basically has been school. Yeah, which is yeah, it's just. I don't think I can fathom that it's ending and that I won't have school again. Mm-hmm. And yeah, one thing that's really different is your social life is going to totally change because so much of like your structure is based on like seeing the same people at least like the same day every week, if not more often. And you have to put in all that effort yourself now. <laughs> or not put it in and then, and then we'll see what happens. Yeah, but... you can just like live alone yeah reclusively maybe i shouldn't get an apartment by myself next year that's what i that's what the plan is but maybe i would just literally be a recluse and never come out i'm pretty sure if i didn't have roommates i could go like weeks without seeing another human <laughs> <laughs> but yeah school is definitely causing a lot of my crisis right now the fact that it's ending, the fact that who knows if their degree is going to be useful or not. Yeah, do you do you have a plan? What are you doing next? <laughs> you sound like everyone who has asked me that question for the past six months, which strikes fear into my heart. <laughs> it's okay, I'm still getting asked that question and I still don't know the answer. I've heard that question, I think, like 30 times in the past week. Like, that's because I was at that networking event, but oh, mostly. <laughs> and what's your, what's your um, standard response? Um, pretty much that is my standard <laughs> response. Um, I, I say I have my internship lined up and I'm graduating in less than three months. But other than that, who knows? That's good. You have some sort of plan. My plan is to get a job that pays me money. That's good. Hopefully in my field. That's good. Speaking of money, that's a major source of stress. That is another big source of stress. Most of it also comes from school because student loans. That's Yeah, student loans cost money. They do. They take money from me into nowhere. It's, that's where it goes. I got every an month. email the other day saying that my loans 
if I don't go back to school, which I'm not planning on doing right away, then my loan's going to repayment in November, so it's yeah. a long mm-hmm. way away, but they're it's giving not, me it's not that long away. an awful warning already. <laughs> <laughs> it's not that far. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> but yeah, money is definitely another stress and like... It's true. And right I... now, I have disposable income because of my student loans, mm-hmm. and I really would love to just spend it on travel or something crazy because you know quarter life crisis that's what i want to do but saving is hard yeah i don't think this is something that generations before us really went through in the same way i don't think so either because as they say you know the baby boomers the (laughs) the older generations worked part-time during the summer to pay for college yeah doesn't that that sound crazy that's ridiculous like yeah like for me like there's lots i have lots of big plans of stuff that i would like to do i have that all figured out what i want to do it's just making it happen specifically money wise that's the issue here and that's the other thing is i feel as we're becoming young adults like it's harder for us as millennials to hit those milestones that people like did as young adults 40 or 50 years ago like buying a car buying a house yeah i I don't see myself married i don't see myself like ever i'm not gonna say never owning a house but not for a very long time i don't (laughs) i don't see no need for me to buy a house though in this in this economy come on (laughs) right like right now with me i feel like it ties you down not just like money wise but also to like a geographic location exactly that's the other thing is i'm much more open right now and not tied down here so why would i buy a house here when a job could take me across the country or across who knows the ocean the ocean (laughs) the world but yeah i definitely don't feel like i'm meeting those expectations to be an adult that i'm supposed to be meeting and like yeah what like what expectations do you feel like you're you're missing out on or skipping? Um, yeah, I don't I guess just well one, maturity. I'm <laughs> You're not mature. Near. I mean sometimes. <laughs> I think you're pretty mature. Sometimes, but <laughs> I know people who are older than you and much less mature. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, but yeah, like just what my goals are and I'm not focused on, like, settling down with the family. Your biological clock is ticking. <laughs> I know. My eggs are getting old as we speak. Like, <laughs> What are you going to do, Vic? I'm, I'm going to go home and cry about it. No, I'm not. <laughs> I feel like we're creating a really weird episode right now. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you're, whoever's listening to this is enjoying it. Because we are. <laughs> yes, this is basically just us talking through our, our mental breakdowns on the air. <laughs> uh, what other notes do I, I have? Travel. I'd like to travel more. Yeah, I mentioned that for a second. That would be nice. Yeah. Where do you want to travel to? Um, I'd like to do the whole like backpacking across Europe thing. But I don't know. I want to go to Japan too, but that's friggin' expensive. That sounds, that sounds like fun though. Yeah, it's a but fun yeah. adventure. I wish there, I wish there were easier ways to do things than 
having to save up money for several years. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. Mary Rich. <laughs> but that's the other thing is I'm not meeting that expectation either. No boyfriend, like no nothing. It's nope. fine. That's okay, Vic. You have time. I think that's the main lesson to take away from this is there's no like rule book. There's no guidebook. You're not like a failure because you're not following the rules to a T. And who knows when your quarter life crisis will be because who knows when you're a quarter of the way through your life. It's true. We could be <laughs> middle-aged. We could. <laughs> we could be like in the twilight of life. We could die tomorrow. Oh no. <laughs> but yeah, I, I do agree. It's like just live up to your own expectations and do what you want to do because what other people are expecting of you and like all the stress is just too much i feel yeah we we, we stopped recording we're recording again <laughs> oh no uh, yeah. <laughs> we're back yeah so we're still talking about quarter life crises yeah do you ever feel like oh my god i've made a horrible mistake i should just like drop everything like become a, a doctor become a lawyer that's true. I mean, we'll not become a lawyer because I feel <laughs> that, that would also hard. be a horrible mistake. Or a doctor would also be a horrible mistake. I don't think I could do that but successfully. Like, like taking up a trade. True. I do always feel as like someone who took more of a... A, a, li- a liberal employable. arts degree. Yeah. Yeah, basically a liberal arts degree. You know, I wrote a lot of essays and things. Lots of words that maybe my my future as a... An employee isn't as secure, but, but that's fine with me. Yeah. Like, like again, like I want to travel. I want to be able to do whatever I want and not have to buy a house and not have to pay, hopefully, too many bills all the time. <laughs> so I think I might be okay with freelancing and things mm-hmm. like that. Is, does there, is there a lot of family pressure on you? Um... Well, see, the other thing is that I'm the first person really in my family to go to university. Yeah. Other than my dad, thanks, who took a university degree in his 40s about five years ago. Um, (laughs) (laughs) The first, as a young adult who has taken, like, a university degree um, in my immediate family. So, like, that's a little less pressure anyway, because, like, I'm already, I made it through this part. Yeah. But... Hopefully I can get a job. I guess that's pressure. Yeah. There's always, I feel like there's always like a certain level of expectation that you need to, like you kind of feel it breathing down your neck a little bit, but I don't know. For me, I just ignore it. How do you feel about it now? Like, was there more pressure when you recently graduated or like, has it gone down at all? I don't know. Last time I saw my mother, she told me I should go back to school. (laughs) (laughs) But, and how do you feel about people who, like, go back to school? There's a lot. I, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Like, I, like, dropped out of school and switched programs halfway through. And, like, I was happier in my, my second choice. <laughs> True. <laughs> if you don't like what you're doing, don't do it. Yeah, like, like, the idea of, like, going through four years and then figuring out, figuring it out, like, sounds, sounds a lot like, worse. awful than, yeah. like, my, like, year and a half and then dropping out and then... Yeah, people always, like, shame people for doing that, I feel, but if you hate it, like, you're not going to stay in it. You're not going to enjoy your life. Yeah. And that's how I feel. I'd much rather hopefully enjoy my life. <laughs> we'll see. That's true. Um, yeah, so uh, moral of the story, 
find something you love and you'll never work a day in your life. But I'm still going to continue this quarter life crisis. Yeah, we're all going to we're going to have a breakdown together and like panic about money and finding a job and um what are we doing with our lives because really I don't know. And that's why we drink. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, more so um uh, second moral of the story, alcohol. That's the other benefit though of being young. Yeah. You can drink and nobody really questions it. <laughs> it's true. Like I've I've only really I'm not going to say I've never had a hangover because I have. I but. saw your Gatorade in bed photo yesterday. <laughs> uh, Powerade. Thank okay. you. Um, but yeah, I feel like they're not as bad yet. They're going to, their hangovers are only going to get worse. You're only young once, so <laughs> skip the hangovers while you can. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I don't know if anyone's listened this far, but thanks if you have. Yeah, thanks for letting us ramble. I promise we will have, lives. we're going to have a much more structured episode next week. But for now, I've been Ryan. And I'm Vic. This is Vic and Ryan have a podcast. Bye.